0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: So should you use a red dot or similar optic to hunt turkeys? Everybody's doing it. On this episode, I'm going to talk about things to consider in order to help you make the right decision. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunters Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we are talking about red dots and all the other little bolt-on, screw-on sights that are similar. They got little illuminated triangles or different things that are like that. So the, Something between iron sights and a scope, all right? And then some people might even use a scope. So that entire family and zone of sites, that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, let me encourage you, if you've been listening to these episodes and you have not yet subscribed, now's the time to push the subscribe button. Don't delay it anymore. If you have not gone to iTunes and left a review with a comment and you've been a listener for a little while, you need to do that right now. Go there, leave a comment with a review. It's the number one way to help the show grow and reach more people. Would really appreciate it. You know, if this is your first episode, then you decide at the end if you want to do that. But I know a lot of people listen for a while before they do anything. So I would encourage you, today's the day. Subscribe, go to iTunes, leave a review, head to the website, New Hunter's Guide, or to YouTube and check out the videos and everything else that's going on. So should you use a red dot or other site in that family for hunting turkey? Everybody's doing it. It's all the rage. All the TV turkey hunters are doing it. All the pros are doing it. It's the thing to do. You know, should you be doing it? Well, not everybody's doing it. Let me just say that. Not everybody is really doing it. Not all the pros are doing it. Not even all the TV hunters are doing it. You know who is most often doing it? The people who are sponsored by red dot companies, let's just be real. If they're sponsored by an optics company, whether, whether they're special turkey scopes, whether they're the sites that have the little glass panel with a triangle or other shape and all the different things that are out there, the people that are using those the most are the ones sponsored by the optics companies. So, you know, just marketers don't want me to tell you that, but that's just the truth. Look at the reality you know, those are the number one people using and promoting those. Now, there are still other people using them and promoting them, but that's that's it. that's the the bulk, I think, of the of what's going on out there in the sphere of famous people. And often, in the in the realm of you know your regular turkey hunter, the people that are using them are the ones who have been influenced by those famous and or TV or YouTube folks who are using them, who are sponsored and and that's just influencing their decision. Uh, they're saying, "Oh, hey, these pros are doing it. They're pushing it, you know, that'll help me up my game, so they jump in and do it too." Which is not the right reason to do it. You should not use a red diet dot or similar optic for those reasons. That's just not the way that it works. Now there are pros and cons. It may be the right thing for you to do, but don't make that decision based on marketing and influencer marketing and all that kind of stuff if a guy well i'm just going to leave it alone i don't want to meddle too much but you need to decide based on the merits if that's helpful for you now i may sound a little bit cynical And I am because I have seen so much in the realm of marketing for turkey hunting. In fact, I'm going to do a whole episode on that in the future. I've already got it sketched out and just going to dive into demystifying the marketing that, that is just centers around turkey hunting and just help you guys cut through the clutter and figure out what's really going on and what really matters. But that's not today. Today is Red Dots. So, What are the pros of using a red dot or similar optic on your shotgun for hunting turkey? Well, the pros are pretty clear. You get a more precise aiming mechanism. You can dial that thing in to the distance you plan to hunt. Certain certain ones that are real nice, you can adjust the size of the dot based on the pattern in the distance so that whatever is under that dot, it'll get bigger, is going to be in the center of that pattern. So you put that dot over top of the turkey's head, it'll completely cover the bird's head, you know the pattern will completely cover the bird's head, and boom, there you go, you got him. So you, you get a level of precision that can be nice. Um, some of them have a level of magnification maybe a two power maybe a four power seldom more than that i don't know that i've seen anything higher but it's probably out there probably there are probably some that are multi-purpose maybe they're they're turkey hunting slash deer hunting or slash self-defense or slash something maybe you got a six eight or nine power i don't know You, you you don't need a nine power anything for hunting turkeys your maximum range there is usually about 45 yards, depending on the kind of ammo choke and everything that you've got. You know, you should almost never shoot further than that anyway. So, you know, four power, I think actually is too much even. Um, But that, that would be the upper limit of anything I would consider. I'd be looking at either no power or two power or three power tops. I think four is just too much because it narrows your field of view. But that's another deal. They don't they don't all have magnification. So the idea is you pick up that shotgun. You know, your angle may not be perfect. Your, your form may not be perfect. But wherever that dot is or wherever those little triangles converge or that crosshair or all the different factors, you can know with reasonable certainty, assuming you've done your part at the range to sight that thing in and you've gone through a lot of paper and a lot of shells to make sure you have it dialed in perfect, you can have reasonable certainty that you're going to hit that turkey in the head and knock it down if they're at the right range. Some of them even have rangefinders built in. Now those ones cost more than my entire shotgun, but hey, you know, I'm not opposed to that. I'm just telling you, you know, there are some some amazing pieces of gear built in, and if money were no object, hey, who knows? Maybe it'd be something I'd consider using at some point, um, but. You know, there, there are definitely pros. Which one's better? The red dots, the, the little triangles, the crosshairs. What's better? I think it depends on what you can see best and what else you plan on using that shotgun for. So if you're going to use that thing for turkeys, if you're going to use it for hunting deer with slugs or buckshot, you know, that you, whatever you're going to use it for may help you determine what's the right thing for you to do, what's the right You know, combination? What are the right factors? I don't necessarily have a preference. See, I've seen some red dots that were outstanding. I've seen some with the little green triangles and the row of triangles and all that stuff that are better than others. I've seen some that were better than the red dots. You know, there's different qualities and grades of each one, and you could probably find one that's so high quality and grade that it works better than anything of the other ones. Uh, It depends on you, it depends on your eyesight, it depends on, you know, what feels good in your hand. What you want to look for are things that are robust, high quality. You don't want to buy something that's cheap because when you get it sighted in, you want it to stay sighted in. And shotguns are carried through the woods with a little more disregard than a rifle typically is. So you're probably going to get bumped, you're probably going to walk through brush, That thing's probably going to take a little bit of banging and abuse. You want to make sure you have something that's high enough quality that you're not going to lose your zero and thus lose that turkey if you get the shot. All right. Um, You know, high quality scope or high quality optic that's really good. you You should be able to drop that shotgun from shoulder height multiple times or that rifle, you should be able to just drop it from shoulder height onto the ground and that thing not lose its zero for anything. All right, but most of the ones that people are buying are not top quality. Their mounts aren't top quality. They're getting cheap stuff and they bump it into a tree hard enough it could dislodge something, it could lose its zero, it could it could shift. So, you want to make sure that whatever you get, you've got good quality on the piece, good quality on the mounts, you've got that thing mounted tight, you've used some some of the was it the blue Loctite? whichever the one is that's not permanent. Maybe you've used some Teflon tape or you've used, I don't know, JB Weld. Whatever you need to do to make sure that thing doesn't move and it is mounted firm and solid to your shotgun, that's just as important as if you're trying to set up a rifle for long-range precision shooting. Because if that thing gets off, you're like, well, it's still close range. Yeah, but if the dot gets off, if the crosshair gets off, if the little triangles get off... Whatever the case may be, you're going to miss the turkey. You're going to miss them. And if you miss them, well then, what have you done? So there are things to think about, but you you want good quality, a good mounting. You want to test it and test it and test it and test it with different loads. Anything you plan to hunt with or shoot, test it. Make sure that it works. All that said, those are the pros. So you say, George, what do you think? Do you recommend I go out and get one? No. No, I do not. Actually, I do not recommend most hunters use a red dot or any optic on their shotgun, period. I do not. I don't use one. I don't recommend you use one. Now, I've been hunting for a number of years now. You know, I've bought enough pieces of discretionary gear. If I wanted to buy the best turkey red dot on the market, I could have it on my shotgun. All right, I've been doing this so long that You know, any piece of gear that if I felt like it was going to make a difference, if it was going to help me, if it was going to up my game, I could have it. Now, maybe not anything, right? I'm not going to go. I'm 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 not going to go and buy a three thousand dollar shotgun. You know, I'm I'm not at that level. But the point is, I've I've said I've got all my regular gear. After years, I've upgraded my gear to what I really wanted, and. You know, I don't know that I'm going to buy a single thing for this turkey season. I have nothing on my list that I need to buy. I'm going to be using most likely some shells that I bought three, four, five years ago. Just still haven't gone through those boxes. And that's what I'm going to be using. Probably go out without spending a dollar this turkey season if everything goes well. Because I have acquired the gear that I want. I've acquired the gear that I feel like would help me over the years. And... You know, I just feel comfortable and confident in what I have and what I'm using. And if I wanted a red dot on my gun, there would be a red dot on it. Trust me. It, you know, that first season, you know, probably didn't have the money. Second season, probably had other things that were still more important that I was getting. But by season four, five, or six, I would have had it if I thought that it was going to help. Now, why, George, are you anti red dot? You know, I wouldn't say I'm anti-Red Dot, but I am against Red Dots to an extent, and there's a reason, okay? There's a reason why I would give you that advice, especially if you're a new hunter. But even to a seasoned veteran hunter, I would give the same advice, and that is, what do you plan to hunt with that shotgun? Or any shotgun. What do you plan to hunt? Because most hunters, myself included, plan to also hunt things in the air. Okay? I like to hunt ducks. I like to hunt geese. I like to hunt pheasants. I like to hunt crows. I like to go dove hunting. Um, you know, grouse, all kinds of bird hunting. You know, I really enjoy it. I don't get to do all of them every year, but I enjoy bird hunting. You know, I I like the idea of shooting squirrels out of trees and even shooting rabbits running across the ground. You know, moving targets. Well, in those kinds of scenarios, you need to be able to shoot from a natural shooting position. You need to be able to shoulder that gun and you need to be able to point that shotgun and know where that shot is going to go. You need to be able to use the the built-in sight or bead that's on that shotgun to knock a bird out of the air to knock a, a squirrel out of a tree uh to knock a you know knock down a duck knock down whatever to even shoot a goose in the head that's on the water you need to be able to move and track and shoot and what happens when you put a red dot or a fixed short range limiting sight on a shotgun You train yourself to shoot differently, okay? You're training yourself to shoot differently. You cannot, with a red dot, get up and start shooting at ducks and crows and pheasants and all sorts of stuff. You can't. You just target acquisition in the air. does not work. You need to lead the shot a lot of times and you're just unable to quickly and efficiently acquire a target and you're learning to shoot that shotgun as if it were a rifle instead of a shotgun and the sheer beauty of a shotgun and what shotguns are is that they are a tool that you can shoulder that you can put your head down on and that you without even looking at the sight you have the natural shooting position you've got a good cheek weld you can look down that barrel and you point that weapon not aiming in the sense of with a rifle but you point it at your target and you know where the shot is going to go because you have developed a consistent shooting position and pattern and it doesn't matter what the target is you're able to move turn see the target lead it shoot it right on whatever the case may be and you're able to pull that trigger and you know where that shot is going to go you know how it's going to perform every time with every target and what happens is if you practice and you hunt with a scope on a shotgun or a red dot or many of the similar types of sights You are not exercising or developing that skill. In fact, you are you're doing something contrary. So I do not believe that most hunters should put a scope or a red dot or any of those kind of things on a shotgun. I do not. I I think it's it's teaching you bad habits and it's limiting your skill set. You should be able to grab that shotgun, put it on a turkey head, put it on a, a squirrel put it on a goose, put it on a pheasant that just flushed, pull the trigger and know where that shot's going to go and know that you're going to hit that target. All right. People talk about, well, you need that level of precision with turkey hunting. Look, it's a shotgun. You're trying to put a 10 inch circle on that turkey's head. All right. You're not trying to hit a, the head of a pin with a laser beam. And, and often, you know, if, you get better than 10 inches of coverage anyway, all right? It, it, it is not a rifle, and it shouldn't be treated like a rifle, all right? And I believe that if you develop good shotgunning habits, now, maybe that you go out, you shoot some clay targets. Maybe you do a few few rounds of trap shooting. Maybe you go out, and you're just popping, you know, empty soda cans or You take clay targets and you're putting them on a hillside and you practice shooting and moving and you stop turn and shoot. You look, you're trying to do things quick, efficiently. You're drilling yourself, learning how to shoot a shotgun quickly and effectively to hit that target, to knock it down, to get the pattern in the right place. And I want to do that and develop that skill. And then I have that skill for anything I plan to hunt. If I'm hunting turkeys on the ground, if I'm hunting pheasants in the air, if I'm hunting ducks on the water, it should be the exact same skill set, the same muscle memory, the same thought process and pattern. I should know where that shotgun shoots. I should know my gun I should know how it shoots. I should know where it shoots. And I should not have to sit there and stare at the little bead at the end of the barrel for 30 seconds and try to put it exactly where I want it to be. I should be able to turn and and in motion, moving, tracking with the target, put it where it needs to be and pull that trigger. Because that turkey head is still about the same size as a dove flying. All right and that bird is walking, and I ought to be able to hit that. Even if he's walking across in front of me, I should be able to hit that head without a second thought at 30 yards, just the same as I should be able to hit a dove flying by at 30 yards. So you want to develop one skill set when it comes to shotgunning. So anytime you pick up that shotgun, you have the confidence to be able to shoot any bird that you're going out shooting. You're not developing different skill sets they compete against each other because then you go pheasant hunting after you've been turkey hunting and you you're just impotent when it comes to trying to shoot a bird out of the air you don't have the skills you don't have the feel of the gun you don't know how to use it right whereas a good wing shooter should be able to sit down and knock down ten out of ten turkeys with a shotgun on the ground because they know how to shoot they know where to aim. They've got it down. All you need to do is tell them what part of the bird they need to be trying to hit, and they should be able to hit it. Open sights, little bead at the end of the barrel, maybe nothing at the end of the barrel. Once you get good enough, a lot of masters, they don't even look at the sight. In fact, some just take it off. They just shave it off the barrel because they know where the gun hits, and they've developed that skill. Now, I'm not at that level yet. I do still look at the sight. Whether I'm looking at it specifically though, or it's just in my periphery as a reference point, I can't tell you. Honestly, I can't even tell you. When I go duck hunting, or I'm pheasant hunting, you know, I am not fixated on the sight at the end of the barrel. I'm looking at the target, and I I, I have just developed, okay, I know here's the barrel, there's the target, where's it got to be? It's in my shoulder, it's on my cheek. I just know how to do it and it's i haven't done it you know 10,000 times it's just a little bit of practice here and there here and there here and there over the course of years just building up that skill set to become proficient i'm far from a master i'd consider myself at this point just just proficient but you have that proficiency and then you can apply it to anything so if you're putting a red dot or a little green triangle sight or a scope or something like that on a shotgun to hunt turkeys you are you're limiting yourself as a shooter you're limiting yourself what you ought to do is practice everything you can do to practice to become a good shotgunner and then have have you know to me shooting a turkey is one of the easier targets it's easier to shoot a turkey on the ground than a duck in the air. It's easier because everything's happening slower. I'm not swinging the gun as fast. I don't have to lead the target. It's a lot easier. But there was a day where I didn't have that confidence. I was brand new, didn't know what I was doing. You know, you're so nervous. You're not sure where the pattern's going to go. And then I realized, oh, you got to go to the range. You got to test this thing. You have to learn. Where's it going to hit? you got to break clay targets. you gotta, you got to spend a little money on some shotgun shells. Not just target loads, but some of the, the shells you plan to hunt with. And try it at different distances and at different ranges and, and shoot some other targets. And learn how's that going to perform the way I'm hunting. You need to practice sitting. You need to practice standing. You need to do different positions. And then you just build that skill set and then you can apply it to anything. So, you know, I hold the shotgun the same way in my shoulder, of my hands, with my cheek. I hold it the same way every time, no matter what I'm hunting, and I can hit the target if I do my part. All right. So, with the red dot, uh, it's, just, it's just not the same. It, you're, 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 you're hurting yourself. No, you're not hurting, you're limiting yourself. And you're spending more money to limit yourself. Okay. I'd rather go buy premium ammo or super premium ammo than, you know, spend a whole bunch of money on a site that's going to limit me that I can't use for something else. That's the other thing. You know, maybe you've got three or four shotguns, one for everything that you hunt. Bless you. If you do, I've got one shotgun. I'm looking to buy another one. So I have a backup, but I've got one shotgun that I hunt everything with. And that is an advantage, guys. It's a huge advantage. I don't change the setup. I changed the choke, but that's it. Nothing else changes on that shotgun. I could pick it up right now. I could go hunt a turkey. I could go hunt a duck. I could go hunt a squirrel. I could go hunt a crow. It's the same gun, the same setup, nothing changes, the way I shoot is the same, and I can hunt anything at any time by just picking up that shotgun, because I'm so familiar with it. I know how it works, I know how it shoots, I know where it patterns, and I become versatile. This is what you want to do. Maybe you don't hunt all those things, but you want to become very familiar. You know, a shotgun is different than a rifle in a lot of ways. Your ability to develop skills and familiarity and benefit from using the same gun over and over increases with a shotgun at a faster rate, and I think further than it does with a rifle, especially if you're using a scope. You know, I've got several rifles for different different kinds of game. I've got a deer rifle. I've got a predator hunting rifle. I've got a small game rifle. I can shoot them all about the same. I could pick them up. I mean, there's a scope. And I've got light triggers on most of them, depending on what they're for. And I can pick them up and I can shoot them. And, you know, the skill set transfers because I've, I've, I know how to hunt with them. But when it comes to a shotgun, you know, when I pick up somebody else's shotgun, I'm like, um, I know how to use, I can figure out how to use it. I know how the different actions work, but I don't know where it's going to put the pattern. I don't know how it's going to shoot. I mean, I can shoot it the way I shoot, but I don't know how big the pattern's going to be. I don't know where it's going to be. I don't have the confidence. I need to learn that gun. Whereas if somebody hands me a rifle with a scope, once I get the trigger figured out, once I get the weight, you know, I can pretty much shoot that rifle just as good as mine, assuming it's sighted in, if it's the right stock length and, and all of those factors. But a shotgun, yes, there's the opportunity to you to just become an overall, all-around good shot with a shotgun. Now, I know people who are professional turkey hunters, or have been professional turkey hunters, and they are experts, they're the best of the best, they're outstanding, they're not sponsored anymore, they're not pro anymore, they've got other jobs, but they still like turkey hunting, and they hunt with a special optic on their shotgun. And they don't use that gun for anything else. That's their turkey gun. It's turkey only. It may be a ten gauge, maybe a three and a half inch. You know, there may be a special three inch, maybe whatever. Might be an Italian shotgun, but there—that's their turkey gun. They don't hunt anything else with that gun, and often they don't hunt anything else. So they're so niche and so specific that they don't have they they don't have any other pursuits they've given up attempting to become a good shotgunner and you know what that's okay if that's an intentional decision and you say this is all i want to do i don't i don't care about any other hunting i don't care about shooting anything else i don't care about developing the skill set of a good all-around shotgunner i just want to be a focused turkey only hunter well then that's that's a decision that's fine I'm not against that, but I would recommend, especially to new hunters, you want to become the best all around person that you can. You want to get a shotgun that's good for you, that fits you, that you like. You want to learn that thing and then any opportunity you get to go out hunting. Somebody calls you and says, hey, you know, I hear you hunt now. You want to go rabbit hunting? You say, sure, grab my shotgun because I can hunt anything with it ground or air or water. I can use it. I've, I've just, I practice with it. I do whatever I can to learn it. You know, go out crow hunting in the off season just to to better hone those skills and you're ready to go. You're always ready. You're always on point. You know how to handle it and you can hunt anything. And here's the thing. You never have to worry. Is my scope off? Is my red dot off? Is it sighted in? I mean, unless your barrel gets bent, that, that shotgun's going to work every time. It's going gonna, it's gonna to work every time. It's going to hit every time. You're going to be good with it. So that's my recommendation to you guys. I hope this is helpful. I really appreciate you for listening. Please head to the website. Leave me some feedback. Let me know what you think. Send me a comment through the website. Hit me up on Facebook. Reply to a YouTube video. I read every comment, every message, every everything. Would love to hear from you. How's it going? Um, you know, has, has this information been helpful for you? Have you taken any, any game lately? Do you have any questions or ideas for future episodes? Would love to hear from you. But till next time, God bless you and go get them in the woods.